The man has a special tonight. Started people, churches started doing free things uh, after that. 
And so I never heard of anybody doing an Operation Cool Down, uh, 14 years ago anyway. There have been since. Uh, but after that, there's churches started doing a lot of free services, um, the uh, like free car washes, whatnot, stuff like that. And uh, just because they just let people know that they're alive and well doing things. In that statement, we use a lot of phrases. A lot of times we say, well, it's uh, 10 o'clock, we need to go to church. By the way, if you're waiting until 10 o'clock to go to church, you're late. <laughs> so uh, try to get there a little bit earlier than that. And, uh, well, it's uh, we need to go to the church. But then here in the last several years, there's been a phrase or a couple of phrases come out. And that is, we need to do church or we need to be the church. I've heard it stated a couple different ways. Do church, be the church. And really all a church is, is in a called out assembly like the old uh, definition that we've used for years, a called out assembly of baptized believers following Jesus Christ. This is about as simple as you can put it. And because uh, you can have a called out assembly selling Amway. You can have a called-out assembly, but it's a called-out assembly of baptized believers following, not just anybody, but following Jesus Christ. So that's in with respect to, of course, the Word of God. Uh, that's what a church is. But that's what a church is, but what does a church do? What does a church do? Well, you say, well, the Great Commission. But more than that, that's the message we take, but how do we take it? That's the message we take, but how do we take it? We know we're supposed to win believers, but how are we supposed to behave in between winning believers? But so many times we don't, we're not winning believers. We're not talking to people about the Lord. And how are we acting in between that? How are you doing church? Do you share the gospel? Do you invite people to church? We had a lot of guests here this morning. I was very thankful. We have been having all year, all year, the whole year, and it doesn't seem like the year, of course, is over half, halfway over. So in looking at this and comparing James 2 to the Sermon on the Mount and going through here, it's talking about our actions, our attitude, our spirit, being the church, doing church, how to behave toward others. It doesn't encompass the entire uh, great, excuse me, the entire Sermon on the Mount, but much of it. Let's start off. My brethren, and simply titled the message for tonight is being the church, just being the church. My brethren, have not the faith of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Lord of glory, with respect of persons. For if there come unto your assembly a man with a gold ring in goodly apparel, and there come in also a poor man in vile raiment, and you have respect to him that weareth the gay clothing, and that means the pretty stuff, <laughs> old uh, English right there, 1611, and say unto him, Hey, sit here in a good place, and say to the poor, comma, Stand thou there, or sit here under my footstool. 
Are you not then partial in yourselves and are become judges of evil thoughts? Let's just stop right there. And, and, and this is a tendency for all of us. We should not be surprised to learn that all of us have a tendency to be more kind, more respectful to people like ourselves. We're, that's just natural. It comes natural to all of us. We seek to witness to people that look like us, that talk like us, that smell like us, that do like us. We don't, and then, but the thing is, if you realize, it's kind of like doing a temperament study. If you, uh, ever done one of those, you find out how you're wired and you find out, but if you ever look at yourself, um, Caleb was, uh, they've been, their band has been practicing and, and uh, getting ready, they've got a big concert coming up on Labor Day uh, weekend, the one that was up here with the Berries and, and uh, John Wallace and all of them. And so they've been practicing for their Labor Day concert they're doing over in El Dorado. And uh, he was listening to himself on, uh, uh, on recorder on iPhone. And I got tickled. I had to take a picture of that iPhone plugged I don't know whose it is, plugged up in the back wall. I said, that's a sign of the times. iPhone's plugged in. And uh, my battery's running down. It's a sign of the times. But whenever he listened to himself, uh, he said, boy, that sounds like that. Sound like that? That's one of the best ways to, um, whether it be singing or preaching or speaking, is to listen to yourself. It's not always fun. But folks, matter of fact, James uses the illustration of a mirror later on in the book. He talks about looking in the mirror and forgetting what you saw. A lot of us, when we look in the mirror, self, all, what is that self-examination, whether your hair's parted or whether your teeth are brushed? Oh, i got something in between my teeth. Oh, by the way, a true friend will let you know when you got something in between your teeth or something in your nose, okay? That's a true friend right there. So be a true friend to other people, which tells me we all need to look at ourselves. But folks, you can talk about that physically, and you can talk about that spiritually. Most of us, ain't nothing wrong with me. <laughs> I'm all right. We haven't looked in the mirror. We, If we did, if we really looked in the mirror, because we act like that. We act like that. We we like to talk to people and around. And a lot of people, and some people just, I don't know about talking to people, I don't know. Well, just, you know, again, I use that example. But it was very encouraging to me to see people talking to people they didn't know yesterday. And uh, I really got tickled at Tracker. Tracker, he had the cuteness factor going on, okay? I mean, just, I mean, he, nobody could reject him. And just the, just the cuteness factor going on. So he walked up to this person. He had the flyer. He held it out in front. Didn't say a word. I said, I said Tracker, you need to tell him something. He said, after the lady was standing there, I said, you need to speak up. And he said, well, it's already printed right there. <laughs> and and uh, the lady was still standing there. And she said, it was understood <laughs> and all that. So, But a lot of times, you know, just getting the courage up to speak to somebody, no matter their background, their appearance, or anything like that. But right here, you see this. Our tendency is what? 
I mean, he wasn't lying. He, this is inspired of God, isn't it? Okay? This is the Word of God. And he's saying we have a tendency to respect the ones we like, the ones we approve, the kind of people we approve. God says what? I am no respecter of persons. I want everybody to be saved. I want everybody to come to church. Uh, the sinners need to come to church. And we're all sinners, so let's just invite them all and tell people about the Lord. So, verse 5. Hearken. Listen up. Listen up, my beloved brethren. Hath not God chosen the poor of this world, rich in faith, and heirs of the kingdom, which He hath promised to them that love Him. Forget the money in the pocketbook. Forget the name brand clothing. God will choose anybody who will carry and love Him, choose Him. Verse 6, But you have despised the poor. Do not rich men oppress you and draw you before the judgment seats? Do not they blaspheme? that worthy name by which you are called. If you fulfill the royal law according to the Scriptures, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself, you do well. But if you have respect to persons, whoa, I didn't know that was in there. You commit a sin? What? And are convinced of the law as transgressors. Oh man, let's just camp out there for a little bit. To commit a sin, the sin of, of uh, you know, some people, a lot of people, you know, talking about the, this judging thing, just, we'll camp, we'll just get a little sidetracked here for just a second and remember what judging is. Judging, and a lot of people, especially the world, has memorized that verse, you know, judge not, Judge not, man, lest you be judged. And by what judgment you're judged, you shall be judged. And what measure you meet, it shall be measured to you again. That's verse 2, Matthew 7, 2. And what it means is, is uh, don't judge somebody unless you're willing to let them look at your life too. Don't judge somebody unless you're willing to let somebody judge you back. And that's fine. And you can say, you can stand for the truth. Jesus did. You can say that, hey, homosexuality is wrong. Sex outside of marriage is wrong. Uh, alcoholism is wrong. Drinking, whatever. Uh, cussing is wrong. Using God's name in vain is wrong. You can say that. You, say, well, you know, people say, well, you're judging. No, I'm just saying what the Bible says. The Bible says these things are wrong. Not judging. You can look at my life if you want. Look at my life. You can judge me, discern Judge just means to discern. And so you can you can stand for truth. Even Jesus, he said to the woman, I don't condemn you, but he said what? Go and sin no more. So he had a set of standards, obviously. So this says here, according to James, that you commit sin, and I've done it. Hey, listen, uh, none of us in here are above anyone else in here. We've all judged. We've all shown partiality. And sharing the gospel should not be for just a certain classification of people 
a certain demographic of people, a certain kind of people, a certain color of people, a certain culture of people, a certain uh, rich, poor, young, or old. It shouldn't be for a certain ones. It's for everybody. The gospel is for everyone. Our our church, our vacation Bible school that's coming up, ought to be constantly in a state of outreach. I had somebody the other day tell me that they were worried about coming to our church because of the the condition of their life. and uh, But they came anyway. And they said, so-and-so encouraged me to come anyway. And I did. I thought that was cool. How long will it take before we're not worried about somebody's background? What am I talking What's the name of the sermon? Doing church or being the church? How long will it take where we can convince each other that it's not about their background, it's not about the mistakes a person has made, it's not even about the sin that they may be living in. If they're living in sin and they're just neck deep, where do, they, where do you think they need to be? Where do you think they need to be? And what kind of Savior do you have to offer them? This song that Miss Barbara sang this morning about letting people see Jesus in you, ooh, that's whenever your light shines the brightest. The cool background that Kenneth picked out for those that title slide had the little candle back there. What kind of light, what kind of Jesus do people see in us? Only if you make $40,000 plus per year and you have a well-rounded job and you've never been divorced are you allowed in our church. We can just come up with all kinds of descriptions, can't we? Only if you have this criteria and this criteria are you allowed to come to our... No. Oh, my goodness. We showing partial... Oh, sure. And certainly there should be no partiality. But it happens. It happens. Being the church means it doesn't matter their background. It doesn't matter the sin. It doesn't matter the partiality. It doesn't matter whatever. They need Jesus. And that's being the church. That's doing church. And if you do that, what does he say? I'm not making this up, am I? You commit sin. Couldn't you lower the... the, the the uh, standards on this, God, could it be just a warning if you do this? Like, give us a little leeway. Can it, can it be like three strikes and then it's a sin? No, he just said, if you do this, it's a sin. What? No, just give us a little gap, a little leeway first. No. He just says what? If you do it, you've sinned. Ah. Uh. Well, that just kind of puts us all in the same boat, doesn't it? Verse 9. Whew. Well, all you got to do, according to verse 10, is just mess up one time and you're guilty of the whole thing. Well, moving on quickly, just some other neat comparisons. So you want to be the church? You want to be the church? You want to do right? 
Yeah, you can stand up for the moral law, verse 11, verse 12. So seek, so speak ye, and so do, as they that be judged by the law of liberty. For he shall have judgment without mercy, that hath showed no mercy, and mercy rejoiceth against judgment. That means you're forgiven. For what doth it profit, my brethren, though a man say he hath faith and hath not works? Can faith save him? I'm a church member. I'm saved. But you never exercise it. You never show it. You never share it. If a brother or sister be naked or destitute of daily food, and one say unto him, Well, I'll see you later. Depart in peace. Be warmed and filled. Notwithstanding, you give him not the things which are needful to the body. What doth it profit? Even so, faith. If it hath not works, is dead being alone. Yea, a man may say, Thou hast faith, and I have works. Show me thy faith without thy works, and I will show thee my faith by the way I live. By my work, that just means by the way I live. Well, simply tonight, for just a little while, Will you consider tonight being the church? Will you consider doing church? Being the church and doing church, all these are just cute little phrases, but you know what it is? Whether No matter what kind of phrase you use, it means practicing what we preach. It means doing what the Bible says. You can phrase it any way you want to. It says, I'm obedient to Jesus. It says, I love people, and people know that I love people. It says, I love Jesus, but I'm not just saying it with my mouth. I'm doing it with my actions. And isn't that what this little is is all about? A church that makes a difference in eternity does it. A church that makes a difference in the community carries it. The things that people have bragged about us, the the things that people have said about promised land is when we go to town. It's when we show up at school and cook for them. It's when we show up at the store and we serve them and we give it away and say, no, I don't want a donation. It's our job. And sure, nothing wrong with donations, but it's, it's technically, it's our job to take care of ourselves. Because God will take care of us. And do. Nothing wrong, with, again, with donations. People giving memorials. People giving to this. People giving that. But he says, hey, I'll give you what you need. Now carry the gospel. Be the church. Do the church. Show others you love them. And don't show any partiality. Because you can show partiality. You know, the big thing is, you know, race or something like that. But, we do it every day. It doesn't have to be racing. Just the clothes they wear, how they act, how they behave. They got tats. They got piercings. Well, yeah, man, look like they fell face first into a, a tackle box. Yeah, might look like that. But now we got to back up and say, hey, I'm not to judge. And you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to tell them about Jesus. I'm going to invite them to church. I don't care how they're living. I'm going to invite them to church. Because that's not only what Brother Michael said, that's what the Word of God said. He showed it to me the other night. And I'm going to stop just going to church. Isn't there a difference? I'm going to stop just going to church. I'm going to church. I'm a pretty good person. I went to church last week. 
Well, I did church last week. There's a difference. There is a difference. Do church. Be the church. Be a servant, a follower of Jesus Christ as we prepare for Him invitation. Father, I just ask You tonight to help us to realize that it's more than attendance. It's more than just reading our Bible. It's more than prayer. It's putting feet to our prayers. And it's obeying what we read. Help us not just to go to church, but to be the church. To look and say, what do I need to do? To look at myself in the mirror, to listen to myself on the on the recording to see what I can do better or what I can do differently. Lord, help us to see clearly to what you'd have us to do. In Jesus' name, amen.